Where does it go? Where does it go? All of that cast off junk, where does it go? Welcome to Where Does It Go, a podcast about stuff. I'm Emily, and Sarah actually was unable to join me today, so you'll just be hearing my voice for this episode. And I'm only covering one topic because I don't have time to do two. (laughs) So today I wanted to talk about something that came to mind recently. I was recently driving and I saw someone sitting in the passenger seat of a truck dressed as some kind of demonic clown. And that reminded me of all the clown sightings that happened several years ago. And I couldn't remember. It felt like it happened in 2014, 2015. And I found mostly sightings in the news of 2016. But like I said, I remember starting the, the, the sightings starting earlier than that. And I found indications that there were several sightings in 2013 and 2014. In 2013, in Northampton, UK, local filmmakers started filming a clown around town. It was intentionally creepy. It was, it was for a, an indie film. And so it's considered a, a precursor to the 2016 sightings which actually have their own Wikipedia page. In 2014, and this is the one that I particularly remember, in October in California in the Bakersfield area, people started seeing clowns wielding bats and machetes. People also started posting pictures of clowns looking ominous in different parts of California with vaguely spooky or threatening messages. And there was actually an Instagram account called Wasco Clown, Wasco Clown, W-A-S-C-O, clown, on Instagram that would post sort of unnerving pictures with unnerving captions all, all through October 2014. They actually stopped posting on that Instagram in 2014. And that clown on Instagram and the sightings in the Bakersfield area spawned copycat clowns in different states like New Mexico, Florida, and Indiana. And they all reported to ABC News outlets that they had had sightings, but it didn't spur any notable crimes associated with clown sightings at the time in any of those states. Clown crime did get started in France. Uh, Clowns in France in 2014 started attacking people. It turned out it was a bunch of teenagers trying to hide behind clown masks and makeup while committing crimes by terrorizing people. They were arrested and they were arrested after people in the areas of the attacks became clown hunters. They organized into posses and hunted clowns. Clown costumes were even banned in the parts of France that had clown attacks for October and November of that year. So 2014 was kind of a creepy year for clowns. And then there was a huge resurgence of clown sightings in 2016. And this was the year that got a lot of traction for, for news outlets and actually spawned a huge number of copycat clown sightings. So in 2016, people were reporting that they were seeing clowns lurking around the woods at night, basically. It's basically what they were seeing. By mid, and this is a quote, by mid-October 2016, clown sightings and attacks had been reported in nearly all U.S. states, nine out of 13 Canadian provinces and territories, and 18 other countries. So this was huge. This was a huge number of either sightings of clowns, people getting attacked by clowns, crimes being committed by clowns. 
There were some clowns trying to lure children into the woods. There were clowns calling in bomb threats. It, it got to be pretty spectacular. And I think because it happened in 2016, just before the 2016 presidential election, which got a lot of attention, it was something that people were very interested in because it wasn't politics. But also, I think the scale of it wasn't quite grasped by a lot of people in terms of how far ranging it became because we got distracted by the political news cycle. Mashable actually put together a pretty comprehensive map of the sightings, which ended up spanning the US and even in the UK. So we'll begin at the beginning in 2016, also known as early August 2016. An actor in Green Bay, Wisconsin, was attempting to get a part in a film and is spotted in a clown costume in Green Bay carrying black balloons. Uh, he's later questioned about it and admits it was a component of an audition for an acting part. And he was called Gags the Green Bay Clown. And I remember this happening because people were sharing pictures of it and being like, why is this clown sitting around with black balloons? Like It, it really unnerved people. Uh, Wisconsin also became part of clown-based crime when a pair of parents who had gotten swept up in the whole clown fever that America was having left their four-year-old home alone. They dressed up as clowns and they went out to try to scare people. They were arrested and they got an enormous amount of trouble for abandoning their child. And one of the major reasons that I remembered that one and looked into it specifically is because it happened on my birthday that year. So, the clown interactions that got a lot of media attention nationally and probably internationally were in Greenville, South Carolina. In Greenville, South Carolina, there were several reports of adults dressed as clowns trying to get kids to follow them into the woods. These clowns would flash large sums of cash at these kids trying to lure them, and the kids reported that they all... The clowns all lived in a house that was down a trail into the woods behind the uh, apartment complex where the kids lived. And this house exists, and the trail exists. The police couldn't find any clown-themed paraphernalia, but it, it is a house in the woods that kids figured clowns went to. Adults also saw the clowns, and at least two apartment complexes ended up being involved in Greenville. A huge number of kids corroborated the statements. And then enough so that adults started taking it seriously. A lot of these kids were not initially believed because it sounded fantastical, like it's clowns in the woods. What are you talking about? But enough adults ended up seeing them that the police in the area started letting residents know it would be a good idea to stay indoors in the evening and to not let kids be alone, etc., the media drew comparisons to the It book and miniseries, the It movie, Batman's Joker, Pagliacci, John Wayne Gacy, Rob Zombie, Poltergeist, etc., etc., etc. They talked about, I think, in association with this Greenville, South Carolina incident or series of incidents, they talked about every media clown possible. And... Unfortunately, because I've discussed, you know, a lot of the previous ones, kids got arrested. So that's where those clowns went in France, or it was a hoax done by people filming clowns around town. In this instance, 
that I couldn't find any information about where the clowns went. There was no follow-up. So either these sightings stopped or the clowns moved on because in September 2016, there are clown sightings in North Carolina. There's sort of a, somebody referred to it as a triangle between Greenville, South Carolina, Greensboro, North Carolina, and Winston-Salem, North Carolina. When the clown sightings began in 2016, there were claims of a clown chasing a woman with a machete and a clown attempting to lure kids into the woods with candy in Forsyth County. And then there was also a man who called the police and said he, the man, had a machete and chased a clown he saw. So this clown was unarmed and not the machete wielder. The man who called the police had the machete and chased the clown. So there's clowns chasing people, people chasing clowns. There was actually a story in Augusta County, North Carolina, of a boy dressed in his Halloween costume early. And it it got lumped in with the sightings, but it was not malicious. He was just really excited for Halloween. Like his mom called in and was like, no, my son is just, he's special needs. And he was so excited. He's not trying to hurt anyone. Please, everyone, leave him alone. So this covers some, some of where these clowns went. So disappeared into the woods. Police couldn't verify where the clowns actually were after they were called. Or it was a little boy in his Halloween costume. So unfortunately, because this became such a media sensation, anyone that was dressed as a clown kind of got lumped into a group of people that were causing problems for others, which was particularly sad for people who wanted to dress like clowns at Halloween. And I know there are people that really, really hate clowns. And so really don't care that people were being sort of maligned or like a little boy having the police called on him because he was in his Halloween costume. But, you know, it's not illegal to dress like a clown. So unless you're in the part of France that had the, the clown gang and then the clown hunters. And after these South Carolina and North Carolina sightings and clown incidents, it just sort of started to cascade across the United States in terms of clown incidents. In Georgia, teens are chased by a clown while waiting for the school bus. There are no arrests. In Florida, there were video captures of a clown by the roadside, a woman reporting she ran from clowns while walking her dog. Upstate New York started having a huge number of clown sightings. Most of them seemed to just be attempts to scare people, but a 13-year-old did call in a terrorist threat to a middle school under the guise of a clown, and he ended up being arrested. There was a bomb threat under the guise of a clown, specific threats to some students in another school. Those were also done under the guise of clowns. So when I say under the guise of clowns, A lot of times these would be threats that would be posted on social media or sent in messages and then they would include pictures of creepy clowns or people dressed as clowns. In the Syracuse area, one boy reported being chased by three clowns and several kids in the school reported similar encounters with a set of three clowns, enough so that the police felt it was sort of a credible story. Several of those sightings were in the, especially in the upstate New York area, attempts to participate in the social media hype of the initial clown sightings. Both posters on social media and some of the clowns 
or just trying to generate some buzz. So sometimes people would post that they saw a clown when they didn't really. Sometimes people would post as clowns and be kind of vaguely creepy, even though they were just a guy in a clown costume or a gal in a clown costume. This got to the point where it was unnerving people so much that one man was actually arrested for posting a Photoshop picture on Facebook that had a clown in it involving a municipality and the police cited public harm done by the attempt to scare people. I thought that was particularly interesting. I'm not sure that legally that went anywhere. There was video of at least one clown captured in upstate New York, but most of the stories that the news stories and and people's postings on social media ended with, and I quote, police could not substantiate. At least one clown was just a guy showing his neighbors his Halloween costume. And again, it's like the little boy who just was looking forward to Halloween. Because, you know, if people aren't thoroughly plugged into social media and don't really care about what local news has to say about clown costumes, they might not know that there's an epidemic of creepy clowns. So particularly in upstate New York, except for the terroristic threats made under the guise of clowns, there wasn't much found in terms of clown costumes or clown makeup or people in clown costumes or clown makeup trying to threaten other people. Most of what was findable was people trying to jump on sort of the bandwagon of the Halloween fun. Because all of this is taking place around October 2016. Pennsylvania, 2016, there were clowns in cars riding around scaring people. There were campus alerts for clowns roaming the York College campus, and there was a peeping Tom clown. A little girl reported finding clowns eating something in the woods and was chased by them. And a 13-year-old girl made clown-themed violent threats to a school. So, again, unsubstantiable reports by a lot of people of clown sightings. Little kids reporting clowns in the woods and then people particularly it seems young people using the clown theme of the year to make violent threats in arizona and these are two pretty substantial clown crimes 24 different schools cited a threat involving clowns and violence three teens were arrested for the threats and schools were like half empty for quite a while And then the next day after those threats, several fast food robberies happened with clowns in the Phoenix area. In Tennessee, there was also a pretty substantial bank robbery by two clowns. Ultimately, there was a major concern about Halloween in 2016, particularly concerns about a purge, the movie Purge, like clown attack. There were no mass attacks, meaning like nationwide attacks, but there was a large 20-person clown attack in Orange County, Florida. A group attacked a truck as it was driving, so the driver stopped. They went, they threw, the clowns threw something at the truck. The driver stopped to see what had hit the truck, and then a group attacked the truck as it was driving and stabbed and bludgeoned two men. And the men were with two women in the in the truck and then five kids so there were a lot of witnesses the clowns were likely local teens but there were no arrests so much like the uh, the south carolina case where it was pretty un- i mean i think this is pretty unnerving but pretty unnerving there isn't much conclusion about it the clown sightings have kind of continued but at much smaller 
onesie twosie clown incidents like in April 2018, a man in a clown mask attacked a kid in Kansas. I've heard about one or two clown based crimes this year. And again, I saw someone in a creepy clown mask in a truck and maybe they're going to a Halloween party in on October 1st. I doubt it, but <laughs> they, uh, they pinged my memory about this peculiar time in America and also sort of internationally. And so unfortunately, where did they go? It was either, it seemed like a lot of teenagers committed crimes, tended to get caught for them and then were arrested. Uh, a lot of people, the clowns were actually social media hype or they were attempts to advertise for small scale indie productions. So in that way, they sort of, the clowns never existed, but achieved their goals of getting attention. And then there's just clowns that disappeared, like the clowns that attacked people in Florida and the clowns in South Carolina around those apartment buildings. And it would be very interesting to interview residents. I'm not an investigative journalist, so I'm not going to bother these poor people in, in their in their day-to-day -day, uh, by trying to contact any of them. But I really wonder how many more sightings there have been, if any. Seeing clowns around town is not something that's entirely new. And even as early as, say, 1981, which I know isn't that early, but in terms of widespread news media and national coverage about local events. In 1981, there were clowns seen in the Boston area and in neighboring towns throughout New England, which uh, the book It was not published until 1987, so they weren't copying It, and I'm not accusing Stephen King of copying the clown sightings in 1981 either. I'm more saying that they have nothing to do with each other. The clowns were seen by small children and never seen by adults. And they would coax children into vans with candy or drive alongside children walking down the street or in front of schools. They were dubbed phantom clowns. And there were phantom clowns seen in New England and then also Kansas City, Denver, Omaha, Pennsylvania, etc. So there's sort of a question of did kids make this up or did they use oh they were a clown when it was someone who was a child predator that was bothering children was it part of a mass hysteria with children it's i mean a lot of people question what children have to say about things because they will often go along with whatever a group says but then you also it's worthy to believe children they tell you some some scary clown tried to get them into their van with candy you know you're kind of trapped needing to believe children until they're unbelievable, I guess. The whole clown conundrum, we'll call it that, because who doesn't love alliteration? The whole clown conundrum has actually been really hard on working clowns. So here's a, a quote. David McCullough, a Texas performer known professionally as Corn Pop the Clown, wrote an email in response to the Washington Post earlier Carolina clown coverage. Uh, quote, I've worked very hard all my life to be a person that kids and their parents respect and can look up to. So a lot of clowns have lost work and lost respect in the public and it's difficult for them to actually go to a job, dress the way they're supposed to, going to their job. 
So I feel really bad for professional clowns. I don't love clowns as a concept. They're not my favorite thing, but I don't really like anything in a mask. I really don't like mascots or I don't, I don't even love Halloween or I don't know, theme parks that have characters, people in suits dressed as characters. It's just a personal preference that I like to know <laughs> what the person looks like when I'm interacting with them. So I still feel for them because a lot of these people are just trying to do a job as an entertainer and there's a bunch of creeps creeping throughout the woods and it's uh I particularly feel for the people in communities like Orange County, Florida and in Greenville, South Carolina who don't have a lot of closure on this topic. You know, the people where it was a 13-year-old calling in a bomb threat, that's not great. That's a serious, serious problem. But at least the person was caught. So this is sort of our uh, one spooky, spooky where does it go that I thought would be seasonally appropriate. You can find all our episodes on most outlets for podcasts. If you typically listen to podcasts on something and can't find ours, let us know. You can find our website, whereitisitpodcast.com. And if you have any suggestions for topics, feel free to email whereitisitpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>